so this is the continuation of the last verse bali maharaj and lord vamana deva so here it says narto bale rayam urukrama pada saucha na arthaha balehi bali did, means he did not value for what he has achieved by his physical strength and urukrama pada saucha the water what has washed apaha the lotus feet of lord urukrama what did he do shika dhritavataha he has kept that water on his head purified himself vibudadipatyam he conquered over all the uh, three planet three worlds that is heavenly planets also he has conquered vibudadipatyam his sovereignty over the uh, heavenly planets yovai pratishtam rute na chikirsha danyad he was only thinking of the promise what he has committed that i wanted to he has asked that vamana uh, uh, had asked for three footsteps of land and in two steps he had covered everything so he was thinking that how to fulfill my promise or else i'll become like an uh, 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 one could not maintain my promise i'll be left like a gutter or something like that so what he did do atmana manga his personal body he has offered as a place for the third feet manasa hrudaye abhimane and in his entire mind and body system he was always offering ready to offer everything body mind system everything for the service of the lord atma samarpan so it says bali maharaj who put on his head the water washed from the lotus feet of the lord did not think of anything else besides his promise in spite of being forbidden by his spiritual master the king de- dedicated his own personal body to fulfill the measurement of the lord's third step for such a personality even the kingdom of heaven which he conquered by his strength was of no value so bali maharaj and vamana deva pastime that we have seen in the last class uh, it is entirely described in shrimad bhagavatam 8th canto and here and there the subject has been enumerated by proper in some purports and all some unique subject uh, of understanding the circumstances on this matter we'll try to understand so if pralad maharaj was such a great devotee how come his descendants were again fighting last week somebody had asked a question so pralad maharaj was peace loving and uh, he did not want to fight so how come his descendants were started fighting again this quarrel how come it resumed between dhanavas and devatas so in vamana purana and in mahabharata everywhere these references have been given so after setting up the things for which lord narsimha deva had appeared pralad maharaj only prayed for one small thing when lord was ready to offer him liberation he said i don't want anything else i just wanted to be a servant of your servant give me an opportunity to execute devotion service under the guidance of your pure devotee and he had asked please liberate my father for which lord narsimha promised since you are a great devotee so not only your father up to 21 generations are automatically liberated this number has been uh, various places propad quoted various times some place it was 14 generations some places it is 28 generations some places it is said 100 generations so people may think what is this so speciality in this 100 generations it says 14 generations up and 14 generations down okay up means there are people who whom we have come and down means those who are yet to come and those who have come they are already left this body and staying somewhere else 
so what is that liberation aspect what krishna is promising see since if he is alive i can assure if he is alive and he will go back home back to god at 14 generations means we can't even trace out where are they in which life forms they are there so one more place prabhupad clarifies he says uh, 14 generations means wherever form of whatever form of life they are existing they will be given an opportunity to practice bhakti from there not that they are liberated means they are going back home back to god if they are already purified they can go back home back to god or else they will be put on the process of bhakti and they will start up devotional service in wherever life forms whatever forms with they existing so this is the opportunity what lord is promising so he proposes even if you become a minimum basic pure devotee of kanishtha adhikari level then like the smallest category even we can liberate three generations one up and one down our parents and our children so that is the commitment uh, what shastras are providing so uh, then uh, pralad maharaj had a son by name virochana so pralad maharaj was uh, very uh, uh, while ruling he gave first preference to public rather than his own family at one particular situation virochana had loved a brahmana girl who was loved by one more brahmana boy so when the issue was put forward for pralad maharaj for judgement pralad maharaj asked his son to sacrifice his desire he wanted due to opportunity for the public for the others sacrifice your thing for the others so pralad maharaj the showed that king and his family should always serve the public and never exert force or power over them to fulfill their own desires they are here as a servant they are here not as a master that was his indication for his son what he was teaching so because the king was very peaceful the entire family was all the demons were also peaceful they are satisfied but after prahlad maharaj renounced his throne when virochana came up as the next emperor the fight started so what made prahlad maharaj renounce the throne so one day while pralad maharaj was traveling across his kingdom a sage was bathing in a holy river and was bit by a serpent the serpent coiled his leg and dragged him under water because of his sincere faith in lord vishnu the sage was unaffected the snake him the snake pulled him down towards the subterranean planets like patala loka asanda where pralad maharaj honored him and during their meeting the sage inspired pralada to visit various pilgrimage places like plus pralada at that time was staying in sutala planet or somewhere so when he was inspired to go for pilgrimage places one day while he was roaming around these places he saw a pine tree with two arrows and there was sap coming out of that because of the arrow being hit like uh, if you cut a tree there will be some liquid coming out so the two uh, there were arrows and there was liquid coming out so pralad maharaj thought that tree was aggrieved and it is crying that sap is like a tears coming out of that ice so he thought there were two rushis sitting there and doing tapasya he thought these two rushis might have offended the tree and they have caused harm for the tree which is crying so let me take revenge on this persons who are acting 
and playing drama, something like that and all, he had attacked with his weapons. But the two Rushis are none other than Naranarayan Rushi. All his arrows are of no use to Naranarayana. So then he prayed to Lord Vishnu, how to conquer these two personalities. The Lord inspired him, you can conquer him only by Bhakti, not by arrows. So then he went forward, paid obeisances and requested them. And uh, forgiveness, all these things and all. And by his prayers, they became satisfied. And they encouraged him to renounce the kingdom and take the path of only an advisory role. Now we keep guiding people in spiritual life, leave all that uh, managerial matters and become like a uh, consultant in for preaching purposes. So further, so he became the advisor for the next coming kings. So he handed over, he thanked them to Virochana. And he became just like an advisor. Then Virochana became the emperor. He was also very uh, uh, like a strong fighter. And because he got a boon from sun god, he became very arrogant and offensive towards the demigods. Then Virochana received a benediction. As long as he has that crown on his head, demigods could not kill him. And Lord Vishnu promised that none of his family members is going to kill. So now what to do? They cannot call Vishnu. They have to find a means how to kill this Virochana because he has become against the demigods. So that, knowing this, the demigods disguised themselves as Brahmanas, sages. They came in front of Virochana and requested him as a begging opportunity. Some arms. He said, yes, I am ready to give any arm whatever you have asked. So then they asked, give me your crown. Then he understood, these are the demigods who have come in the pretext of taking away my crown and my life also. So without hesitating, he gave away his crown. Later, Indra in a battle will kill him. So, Bali Maharaj will become the next emperor. Now, he wants to take revenge on his father for father's death. Because he was uh, taken away and uh, then they attacked him. Directly, they could not fight him. So then further onwards, we have, we have heard of the story in the last class. Now, in the certain aspects, there are uh, certain realizations what Bali Maharaj has understood while uh, experiencing all this uh, Leela. So two places in Bhagavatam, these details are captured. One is in fifth canto, while explaining various planetary systems. So each Varsha, there are certain Varshas in which certain devotees were dominant and they were offering their respects to the Supreme Lord in the form which they would like to worship. So Lord uh, Vamandeva is worshipped by Bali Maharaj. So there, uh, some details were given. What was his realization of the entire pastime? Lord is considered as Uttama Shloka. Means, one who is glorified by choice poetry. The best of the ability to which one can glorify. Then pure devotees are considered as Punya Shloka. Punya Shloka means by chanting about the pure devotees, we become more and more pious. The Lord is Uttama Shloka, the pure devotees are Punya Shloka. So, Bali Maharaj offered everything unto the Lord. Manasadeha, Geha, whatever, everything, everything Atma Samarpanam, up to his entire body, he has served the Lord. But by giving, Bali Maharaj did not become poor. He gave away everything. He did not become poor by, becoming every, by donating everything to the Lord. On the, on the contrary, he became a successful devotee and got everything back along with the blessings of the Lord. So people think if I donate to Krishna, 
then uh, i am losing my hard earned wealth no bali maharaj gave everything and he got 100 times more bigger kingdom than what indra was ruling indra's planet to sutala planet sutala planet was personally designed by the lord on the art on the order of the lord by vishwakarma and it is said that it is if uh, indrapuri is 100 times enhanced that is sutala planet so by giving something to the lord one is not deprived of the thing on the contrary lord is going to bestow them unlimitedly so similarly those who give contributions to expand the activities of the krishna conscious movement and to accomplish its objectives will never be losers they will get their wealth back with the blessings of lord krishna on the other hand those who collect donations if they try to misuse even one far thing propa says they are going to be punished by the lord they have to be very careful because it is for the service of the lord what people are contributing it is not for our personal usage without authority sanction anything and all we should not use any emergencies are there but with priority sanction authority sanction or else will become afflicted by that uh, karma for misutilizing the property so one more quote propad writes bali maharaj donated all his positions to the supreme lord but one should not certainly conclude that he achieved his great worldly opulence in bilaswarka as a result of his charitable disposition people may think because he donated everything he got back bilaswarga bilaswarga means swarga which is below the planet below the earthly planet system so greatly appreciating the transcendental qualities of the lord bali maharaj offered everything at his lotus feet not just a charity it is like a dedication what he has done his purpose was not to gain anything material but to become a pure devotee that was his only intention charity is karmakandya dana here it was bhakti what he is offering he is not doing karmakandya system of charity dana when a pure devotee becomes a loving uh, sorry when one when becomes a pure devotee in love he may be blessed with a good material position by the will of the lord and whatever material success what he has got is not the result of devotion service what is the real aim of devotion service bhakti prema pumartho mahan that is what chaitanya mahaprabhu is saying we should come to the stage of love of god that is the actual intention of requirement of devotion service not material uh, qualification all these things and all uh, material acquisitions we are not after all these things and all and if the devotee is qualified krishna thinks that the devotee can manage these material positions without getting carried away lord is ready to bless him with unlimited abundance but if lord sees the devotee is getting spoiled or is becoming arrogant or he is going to go away from devotion service lord says yashyaham anugrahanami harishye taddanam chanai by my special mercy whatever you have stored i will take away everything in this way all your relatives will fit you and you become a pauper with nobody to care then finally you will come to my shelter forcefully this is my special mercy upon you and propa says this had happened to me in my life personally i was supposed to become one of the tatas birlas of category my business was growing in such a nicely but lord wanted to take me for the commitment of my guru so suddenly all my businesses started collapsing whatever propa started three four endeavors he started everything started collapsing so at one particular point he everything even his family members want to discard him like they have left him so propada had come back to vrindavan to take shelter of krishna to execute the mission of his guru 
So this is the special mercy of the Lord. And Lord promised Bali Maharaj to become his doorkeeper. Not because of giving everything for the Lord, but because of his exalted position as a, lo- a lover of the Lord. Out of transcendental love, Lord agreed to become his doorkeeper. Not just because he has donated everything, so I'll also become, I'll be also become indebted. No, there is no rule, compulsion for the Lord. It is only by bhakti Lord becomes surren- uh, Lord becomes conquered. So one more verse it says, the Supreme Lord did not award His mercy to Bali Maharaj by giving him material happiness and affluence. For this, make one forget forget loving service to the Lord. Janma Ishwarya Sutashri, they are all our past punya karma, but they are disqualification for the service of the Lord. So Lord was also thinking, if I give something, if it is going to disqualify you, I will better not give you at all. The result of material opulence is one can no longer absorb his mind in the Supreme Lord. Bhogaishwarya prasaktanam, tayaprata chetsam, vyavasayatmika buddhihi samadona vidiyate. That Vyavasayatmika Buddhi, resolute determination for spiritual life, one cannot achieve if they are running behind Boga and Aishwarya. Same sloka here. Navai Bhagavan Noonam Amushya Anujagraha Yet Utapunar Atmanuspruti Moshanam Maya Maya Boga Aishwaryam Evatanuteti. So somebody is after Boga Aishwarya, it is Maya Maya, it is under illusion. So you have to be very careful. Then demigods are offered material appliances. They are given highest luxury format. So what does that refer to? The purport purposes. Material appliance offered to the demigods causes forgetfulness of the Lord. That's why most of the time they become arrogant. Indra, how many times he becomes arrogant? He go, he defies the Supreme Lord again, he comes and falls at his feet. He will not learn what activity he is doing. And again, he will come back and repent. Oh, I have done a mistake. But appellance was given to Bali Maharaj for continuing service to the Lord, which was free from any touch of Maya. And when Supreme Lord saw there was no other means of taking away of wealth from Bali, he adopted the trick of begging and took away all the three worlds. Then he arrested Bali Maharaj and uh, he had bound him with the Varuna Pasha and threw him in a mountain cave and he was seeing what determination he has because of commitment of three footsteps he has not given fulfilled only two footsteps he has fulfilled then Bali Maharaj out of uh, his uh, uh, strong faith that he was not able to fulfill the commitment what he has given so he started realizing his understanding and he starts offering prayers and he says, and he says, Indra, whatever job he is doing, he is a most pitiable man. I pity on Indra. When Supreme Lord came as his brother, instead of begging for devotion service unto him, he is asking for a material property. Please go and conquer on my behalf and get me that kingdom. And his guru, Brahaspati, I think he is also unintelligent. So if you are a proper person, if the Supreme Lord has come to you, you should have engaged your disciple to serve the Supreme Lord. Rather on the way you did not give him proper guidance. So he is calling both Indra and Brahaspati. He is saying, how pitiable it is for Indra that although he is very learned and powerful and although he chose Brahaspati as his Prime Minister, he is completely ignorant concerning spiritual advancement. 
Brahaspati is also unintelligent because he did not properly instruct his disciple Indra. Lord Vamanadeva is standing at Indra's door, but King Indra, instead of begging him for an opportunity to render bhakti, loving devotional service, engaged him in asking for arms to gain the three worlds for his sense gratification. Sovereignty over the three worlds is very insignificant because whatever material opulence one may possess lasts only for an age of Manu. The demigod's life spirit is Manvantra time only. Whatever he may achieve, it's only till that time. After that, you are supposed to quit that position. Which is but a tiny fraction of endless time. In Brahma's one day of 12 hours, 14 Manus are sharing. So each Manu, how much time? 12 hours by 14 Manus? Roughly? 12 into 60 is 720 divided by 14. Somewhere around 52 minutes. 51 minutes. This is one, what maximum what you are thinking of. In one day of Brahma, 51 minutes is your enjoying time. For that you are doing so much struggle. See, his realization, he is what actually a thoughtful person he is. And then he says, My grandfather is the only person who has understood his own self-interest. Upon the death of Hiranyakashpu, Lord Narsimha wanted to offer him the entire kingdom, his father's kingdom. And even wanted to give him mukti. But Pralada accepted neither. Either liberation or material appliance. He thought both of them are obstacles for devotion service. And he thought, therefore, such gifts from the Supreme Lord are not actual His mercy. They are not the Lord's mercy. So instead of accepting the results of karma and jnana, Prahlad Maharaj simply begged to be a servant of the servant of the Supreme Lord. Give me an opportunity to engage in devotion service of your servant of the servant. Like that, it is what he had asked. Then why are others not able to follow that capacity? If Prahlad Maharaj is able to do, why not others are able to do in his own family? Then Balimara says, People like us who are still attached to material enjoyment, who are contaminated by the material modes of nature, and who lack the mercy of the Supreme Lord, cannot follow the path of Prahlad Maharaj, who is an exalted devotee of the Lord. Because we are still attached, and he is like a detached person. Because we are too much attached, we are not able to follow in the footsteps of such an exalted personality. So, what is the mood of the devotee? How should one accept these material things? In 4th chapter, 22nd shloka, if you see, Yadrushta lava santushto dvandvatito vimatsaraha. Be satisfied with the card, whatever comes of its own accord. Sir, be satisfied with whatever comes of its own accord. 4.22. Although he is doing all actions, he is not entangled. He is not carried away because he is satisfied with whatever he is having. Then Balimaraj had most of the appliances, everything in the world at his command. With all these things, could he conquer the Lord? He says, What is the use of material body which automatically leaves its owner at the end of life? We say, My body is mine, but it will leave you after when you die. And what is the use of one's family members who are actually plunderers, taking away your money that is useful for the service of the Lord in spiritual appliance? What is the use of a wife? She is only a source of increasing material entanglement. And what is the use of family, home, country and community? Attachment for them merely wastes one's valuable time. So he is thinking all these things are simply pulling me in this material world. Whatever I think, I think they, have, they are my assets. They are all simply an entanglements for me in this material world. 
then no one can surpass the time representation of the supreme lord by their material power by their council of ministers by one's intelligence by diplomacy by fortresses by mystic mantras by drugs by herbs or by any other means can we conquer maya none of this can help you to conquer maya time when time comes you have to surrender everything so in uh, vamana purana one more reason is given why bali maharaj lost all his assets so when vamana dev appeared in the womb of aditi pralad maharaj had warned bali maharaj that supreme lord had appeared so be careful that he is going to be uh, he is going to come to you only because lord had appeared for this purpose to support the demigods then bali had arrogantly spoken this verse he said who is this vishnu compared to my demon warriors then pralad maharaj became offended how dare you speak against my supreme lord vishnu i curse you do you thinking that because of your opulence and because of your demon warriors you are going to conquer you will lose everything or with all your assets and all your people you lose this war when pralada said like this bali became uh, self conscious and he immediately begged forgiveness from pralad maharaj please forgive me uh, out of arrogance and uh, thing i have disrespected lord vishnu so then again being pacified pralad maharaj says the lord who has taken away everything will bless you with the same the same lord will bless you more and more capacity so this is one reason for which bali maharaj lost everything and gained everything so even bali maharaj wife when she was offering prayers when bali maharaj was caught many personalities have offered prayers uh, manu manu has also offered prayers brahma has offered prayers brahma said now he's lost everything now he has offered everything to your service please release him then bali's wife she comes vindyavali she comes and offers prayers she says it is proper that you have arrested him since he has claimed ownership of the property of yours this not what you what we have created you have created this your property ishavashim idam sarvam so we are claiming property of yours as mine so it is correct that you have you have punished him like that even she is also a realized personality she is saying we should not encroach upon god's property so after hearing all these prayers then lord uh, uh, gives him an opportunity to go him to sutala planet and he says because he has become qualified by doing 100 ashramayada yagnas at the next manmantra time lord will give him opportunity to become that indra's post the lord will take take one more incarnation at that time to displace his current indra and to bring bali bali maharaj as indra at that time uh, so bhagavatam predicts that at the end of this manmantra lord will come with one more incarnation like how vamana he came to remove bali and put indra at that time he will come with one more incarnation to remove indra and then make bali as indra then lord blessed him to become the king of sutala planet which was personally constructed by vishwakarma on the order of the lord it is 100 times more opulent than the kingdom of indra and lord personally is guarding that uh, planet so that others will not come and disturb bali maharaj so bali and prahlada and everybody all his entire retinue were there in that sutala planetary system since both indra and bali are both are devotees but bali being a superior category and indra being a conditional category artho artharthi category once his requirement is done he may not again think of vishnu but lord satisfied to to uh, lord acted in such a way that he satisfied both personalities 
That's why Lord's activities are called wondrous activities. Urukrama, one who does superhuman activities. Then what happened to Shukracharya? So Shukracharya also, because he has offended the Lord, when uh, Bali wanted to offer water, so Shukracharya condensed his form into a small minute personality, entered into that hole where the water will be going to be flow from that Kamandalu and blocked that path. So understanding this, Lord took one darba and pierced that hole. In the process, Shukracharya lost one eye. एक आंख चला गया था तो बाद में उसको बुद्धि आया कि मैं मैं जो जिंदगी भर करता रहा भगवान को प्रार्थना करता रहा और जब जब भगवान खुद आए थे मैं ही ब्लॉक कर रहा था उसका पाथ को तो देन ही गोस बैक एंड डिड तपस्या इट सीम्स अकॉर्डिंग टू नरसिम्ह पुराणा इट सेस टू रिपेंट हिज मिस्टेक शुक्राचार्य परफॉर्म रॉस्टेरिटीज बाई स्टैंडिंग इन गैंजस वॉटर विथ हिज अप्राइज हैंड्स And with his mind concentrated on Lord Vamana, he, he was reciting prayers. Then Lord appeared on the scene and asked him why he was praying to, what he what for what the reason he was praying to. Then Shukracharya begged forgiveness from the Lord, and he was trying to dissuade Bali for dissuading Bali from following the Lord's wish. Then being satisfied with the mood and and repentance of Shukracharya, Lord touched his conscience on his eye, where the eye came back. And uh, in the Bhagavatam itself, Lord will ask uh, Shukracharya, "Why did you curse your disciple?" When uh, Shukracharya was offended, Bali said, "I will, I will further go ahead with the dana." When Shukracharya said, "Don't give dana," so Bali Maharaj, Bali Maharaj was cursed that whatever you think you are having, everything you lose. So Lord asked him, "Why did you curse him?" So then, Shukracharya gives an explanation. He says, "What is Bali's flaw? Why did you curse him, your own dear disciple?" Then Shukracharya started answering, "Sir, since you are Yajna Purusha, if you are satisfied, then rest everything is satisfied in the world." Bali's character indeed was faultless, and anyone who sincerely desires to please the Supreme Lord is considered pure. even if there are some mistakes in his worship and he quotes one shloka where he says mantras tantras chidram desha kalarha vastutah sarvam karoti nischidram anusankirtanam tava if there is lord's chanting lord's holy name is being glorified there if there are discrepancies in pronouncing the mantras in observing the regulative principles or there may be discrepancies in regard to time place person and paraphernalia but when it is substituted by lord's holy names being chanted there everything becomes faultless that's why whatever yagnas all these things and all are accompanied by the chanting of the holy name in our dt worship also whatever we do since we are not perfect we don't know what kind of aparadhas we are doing so to nullify all our aparadhas and to uh, to beg forgiveness from the lord the only option is chanting the holy name of the lord and with this he concluded his thing and he agreed yes the kingdom is rightfully the indra's property and he had he had agreed to hand it over the property back to indra so in that way devotees act in different times and circumstances accordingly if one is guided properly then they are not going to be the loser
when bali maharaj rightfully he had owned lord said no you should hand it over back he gave everything back he did not fight back i have i have fought for it i have gained it by my physical strength and my capacity why are asking me to give it back so that should be the mood and mentality pralad maharaj chastised him that you are becoming more and more money minded arrogant you wanted to go for sense gratification you wanted to go that sovereignty you wanted to go for display all these things and all which are not very good for you for to advance in spiritual life so proper guidance is there proper understanding of the guidance if one comes through one uh, gets into one's consciousness then it is easy for us to follow the instructions so uh, taking this uh, incidences we should also learn every circumstance sometimes we may not be positive to us sometimes uh, it may be negative than what we have anticipated maybe something lesson lord is lord going to teach lord is going to teach to us guru is going to teach us in that situation so we have to be very careful in trying to understand the circumstances and trying to not come to an immediate conclusions ओके ग्रंथराज श्रीमद्भागवत की जगद्गुरुशीलप्रभुपाद की नुताय गोर्ते मन